Welcome back to the definition of fuck, everybody. We're back. We're back. Again. With a full one this time. Mm-hmm. I'm Justin. I'm Sydney. How you doing, Sydney? Uh, as always, I'm doing good. That felt weird. Actually, yeah, don't call me Sydney. My yeah. name is Babe. Yeah, Thank sorry. you. I don't think I've ever <laughs> called you Sydney to you, and I just, because I'm in podcast mode, I was like, I'm speaking to the co the main host. <laughs> the host. The host. That's Babe to you. Yes. Don't ever. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that, Babe. <laughs> I actually, I feel better than good. You feel great? I feel pretty fucking good. Why? It's just been like, I don't know, I've been struggling mentally the last little while. Sounds great. And <laughs> no, <laughs> for the last two days, mm-hmm. I've been like, almost like that light. Like I woke up and I feel rested. Yeah. And I feel good. And the sun's shining and like, I don't know. I've been uh, rocking out to the Euphoria soundtrack. So incredible. Labyrinth. If you guys need some like pick me up music, like music that just makes you genuinely feel good to your soul, crank the fuck out of Labyrinth. Guarantee you, you'll feel way better after. Just phenomenal. It's so incredible. I we were listening to it today in the car, mm-hmm. and I said, "This is some of the best music I've heard in years," mm-hmm. and it really is. It's incredible music. Yeah. It's kind of like bluesy. But not at all in the way you're thinking. Like, just his vocals have the same amount of soul as a blues song. And there's, like, crazy synths in there and just sounds like space almost. Yeah, it's he's phenomenal. I've been, like, waking up in the morning and, like, cranking him on Alexa. Because our Alexa is in the kitchen, so it kind of just, like, projects throughout the house. Just cranking it as loud as I can, dancing around, just like starting my day off on like a good note. It's Beautiful. Been good. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. How are you? Oh, uh, me? Mm-hmm. The I'm only good. other person in the room. There's eight cats in the room. <laughs> person. <laughs> I'm doing good. Mm-hmm. I'm doing good. I was kind of tired today. I don't know why. I was up at 830. You know, felt good. But just sleepy. Mm-hmm. But I had a good day, though. Mm-hmm. It was a really good day. I had a good day. I napped for, like, what was it, two hours today yeah, like by two accident? Hours. Yeah. I laid on the couch, and then Salem, our dog, came and, like, curled up beside me. And I just got real fucking cozy <laughs> and passed out. Hey. And then I slept for, like, two hours. No worries, you know. I had it down. It was good. It was had nice. it handled. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised you slept, though. Just because the house is kind of loud. Yeah. Like, mostly peaceful, but there's moments of, like, you know, your daughter yelling because she wants me to look at something cool. <laughs> hey, Justin! Yeah. <laughs> Can you come here? <laughs> Just holds up, like, a doll. I know. Today, she, like, I was had her in the bath. I was like, hey, like, I'm gonna, like, whatever, have your bath. Sitting on the couch and like, cause we had gone to the park and then we had supper before that and it was kind of just like a go, go, go day for the most part. Yeah. And she was in the tub. I was like, okay, I can finally sit down and relax. And she's like, mom, I'm like, what? She's like, can you come here? So I'm thinking it's like something important. So I get up and she got this new dragon toy today and she's like, look how shiny his teeth are. And I'm like, you fucking made me get up for this. <laughs> Hell yeah. His awesome. teeth are really shiny. That's awesome. I'm going to go sit on the couch again. Like, what the fuck? That's so <laughs> sick. How shiny his teeth are. <laughs> it's like yeah. that classic meme, you know, like kids will be like, watch, watch, watch this. And then they'll just jump and do a spin. And then if you don't like recognize that they did the thing, they're like, 
Did you see that? Did, did, was that funny? Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like, like last night. What? She wanted to do a movie night. Mm-hmm. So we sat down. We got her some ice cream. And we ate some chips. And we watched a movie. And I got sucked into the movie. <laughs> and she didn't watch it at all. She just colored the whole time. Colored. She'd just look up and be like, that's cool. And then look down. <laughs> and then normally when she wants to do a movie night, I don't typically like children's films Mm -hmm. so i'll look at my phone sometimes and she'll be like yeah oh i'm sorry i thought we were doing a movie movie night (laughs) i didn't know we were doing a phone night so it's just crazy (laughs) and then she'll make me put my phone down yeah and then it's like look man you wanted to watch robin robin the rules don't apply to her apparently no and i feel that she's gotten into this phase that she's already been in prior Mm mm-hmm Uh, Where she doesn't like it when we kiss. Yes. So when she was younger, she didn't like it when we kissed in front of her. Yeah. And I don't know if it was just like a jealousy thing or like, so we would always be like, oh, come here, like group hug. And like reassure her that everything was fine. Mm -hmm. And she grew out of it. But just recently, she's been getting back into it. It started off with her being like, you guys can only kiss one time in front of me. Yeah. So we had like a limit. <laughs> and then it kind of progressed into the, the point where she like genuinely gets upset. We like, you came home the other day and we like greeted each other, kissed. She's yeah. in her room. She's like, uh, what are you guys doing out there? <laughs> Did you guys kiss? It's like, yeah, like go the fuck away. <laughs> like, Why does it matter like, to you? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't like it when you do that. Did you do it more than one time in front of me? <laughs> Like, I'm sorry. I understand, though, because, like, at first, you know, she was tail end of two when I met you. Mm-hmm. So then into three, it's just been you and her for just about three years. Yeah. So then she sees you giving love and affection to somebody else. Yeah. And that, of course, is going to make a child feel jealous. Mm-hmm. Completely understandable. But once we taught her that, like, you can love more than one person, you can show more than one person yeah. affection, and that doesn't take away from the love that you give to her Mm -hmm. she got it and it was great and now she you know she's almost six and she's like yeah dog thought we fucking went over this i thought you guys understood where i was coming from i thought i made this fucking clear from the start okay (laughs) i don't like it when you two's fucking kiss all right you come home after a long day you think i didn't have a long day i gotta watch you two suck fucking faces she just spins around in the chair with a cigarette lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I walk in. It's dark. She just pulls the the lamp thing down. It turns on. Where are you going? <laughs> hey. Ah, uh, just going to say hi to your mom. I just got back from work. Yeah, she knows you're here. <laughs> wow, what? Well, you got to go say hi to her? She knows you're here. Why don't you sit down? <laughs> oh, I was going to... I was going to go give her... Oh, you were going to go give her a kiss, huh? <laughs> Get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck out. You're sick. <laughs> Just the most dramatic movie scene ever. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah she's she's a character. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of nice today, though. My mom texts me. And was like, hey, I'd like to take Ophelia for Krabby Patties today, which are uh, McDonald's burgers. Yes. And she's like, I'd like to take Ophelia for some Krabby Patties, like, if that's okay. And I was like, hell yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah. And she's like, hey, I'll be there at whatever time. So my mom came to pick her up, to bring her to the closest city that we live in. 
and just kind of take her on like a little date, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, she like dropped off two bottles of wine. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going to take her like these are for you guys to kind of indulge in for the like day. And I'm like, oh, like fucking thank you. That's <laughs> like, so the nice. sweetest thing. Yeah. Here, let me take your kid and here's some wine. Like that's yeah. fucking phenomenal. That's really, really nice. <laughs> yeah. Not get, you know, didn't indulge in them during the day. No. But thank you so much. Yeah. I'm nice. indulging in it right now. Mm-hmm. We're enjoying some wine. We are. Yep. We no. went down to a little tavern that's near us. Mm-hmm. Had a couple drinks there. That was fun. That was fun. We met yeah. the new owners. They're nice, yeah. cool people. Yeah. It was a really good time. Had a really chill day. We were going to do uh, tattoos, but we didn't get around to that. That's always how it goes, though. Mm. Let's tattoo to, like, today. Absolutely. And then, like, it's 10 o'clock. <laughs> we're like, fuck. We have to, like, plan a day where the child isn't here. Yeah. That we can just, like make sure that we have everything ready to go even like a weekend let's just say like okay we're gonna do do them today which really means okay we'll do them tomorrow Mm -hmm. so we'll do them sometime in the next five to seven business days let's do them (laughs) i don't know we'll get them done yeah (laughs) and then take like three days and get around to Mm -hmm. it eventually we'll get there we'll get there it's we just have a lot a, of setup and stuff you know yeah it is and it takes a long time i love doing it i'm excited to finish yours yeah but it does it takes a long time it takes a long time you almost Hours. get like tired after because like not only do you have to draw out the tattoo but we don't have one of those fucking fancy stencil machines that you can just like stencil run it through. printer yeah yeah we genuinely have to like angrily trace the tattoo and like carve it into the fucking stencil in order for it to stick good enough yeah it's just like doing it the old school way yeah you have to like really get it in there so that it goes onto the stencil so that you can put it on your leg or what the fuck ever and tattoo it but it hurts like my hand is sore after six times of like (laughs) yeah yeah like carve it into the stencil last time we did it i had to go over the line so many times when drawing on the stencil paper that Mm -hmm. the i had almost cut out the photo or the drawing from drawing over it so many times cutting it out or like carving it out of the paper yeah Yeah. (laughs) my hand is just like stiff as hell Mm -hmm. and then you have to tattoo after that yeah (laughs) for like two hours like okay neat my hand is basically ruined now Mm -hmm. all right let's get into the important part where the mistake will show forever yeah and it'll only take two to three hours (laughs) it's like it's a lot it's tiring it takes like a whole day of like prep to just kind of get into the mentality of doing it because it's like everybody wants a tattoo, especially when you're doing it yourself. Like just to go to an artist, you can just go there and be like, "Here, here's my money. Do a tattoo." Yeah, you it's just their walk job, in. right? But when you're doing it on yourself, it's like holy fuck! It takes a lot of effort. Like kudos to tattoo artists. Oh, you you understand like why they cost that much money? Mm-hmm. Aside from the fact that they're Creating you know it's art, art yeah. which is expensive. And it's something that's going to be permanently added to your body. Mm-hmm. So aside from those things, the amount of work that tattoo artists have to do to make those things happen, mm-hmm. like, no shit, it costs a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. So as we said before, we're kind of indulging in a little bit of wine right now. Mm-hmm. And earlier today, we went to that tavern, right? Mm-hmm. So we, like, drove down there, and I had two beers there, and then we came home. Yeah. And for whatever reason, those two beers hit me a little harder than two beers should hit a person, I think. <laughs> I was, like, buzzing my freaking tits off <laughs> at, like, three in the afternoon, which I, like, don't do anymore. Yeah. And then I was thinking to myself, like, 
am I going to wake up feeling anxious tomorrow? Mm. Am I going to be like, ah, that was stupid. I wish I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Like, did I fuck up? Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to wake up feeling that way because I quit drinking after that. Yeah. And now we're just having some wine while we podcast and stuff. But I don't know. It's just like we had this conversation a couple days ago. It made me think about like drinking and then realizing you're just sick of it mm-hmm. you're over it mm-hmm. but for some reason you keep doing it yeah like every once in a while yeah just keep doing it keep waking up feeling guilty as hell it's so and i'll feel guilty as hell if i drink responsibly yeah well because like we had talked about it in our last episode where we kind of just touched base with you guys how we had gone out for a date night we both had a couple drinks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we had, like, a good night. Literally, like, nothing happened. There was no fights. We didn't black out. There was nothing wrong. No, it was a good time. But I, like, I genuinely felt the aftermath. I felt such bad anxiety the next day mm-hmm. for, like, two days after. Yeah. And it, for my mental, like, just mentality to go back to normal, I literally just felt back to myself yesterday. It yeah. is now what saturday it's so saturday a whole fucking week that it took me to recover from one night of like just fun drinking yeah having a good time <clears throat> nothing happened i didn't black out like i wasn't even fucking hammered i remember every fucking incident throughout the night yeah and for some reason like it took me two days to get over my actual hangover mm-hmm. and then the actual mental part of it took me like five or four or five days from then it's fucked up that is so fucked up it's fucked i was we watched the uh last season of euphoria we're finally caught up and like watched it all which side note a little bit pissed off that the next season's not coming out for like another two years because like you can't just leave me fucking hanging like that like what the fuck anyways i need to know how rue is doing I need to know how Fezco is doing. I need to know how all of them are doing right now. It's such a fucking cliffhanger. Fuck. Fuck. Anyways, I was watching the one episode. And for those of you who haven't seen it, I'm not going to like spoil it for you. But you all know that Rue suffers from active addiction. Mm -hmm. And there's a scene in season two where she's like going through withdrawals. Yeah. And like crazy, crazy, crazy. And she's doing like, she's saying crazy stuff to the people that she loves. And she's like trashing things. And like, it's just a very obscure scene and it gets like crazy it's scary <laughs> yeah and like i watched that episode and it just it got me thinking like why the fuck do i feel so guilty after having like seven drinks max in one night and having a good ass night why do i wake up feeling so fucking guilty you know what i mean yeah like i'm not banging needles yeah. I'm not yelling at my mother. I'm not fucking fighting you. I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. But for some reason, it's like engraved in my mentality to just like feel anxious. 100%. After a night of drinking, no matter how many drinks I have, no matter what happens, I feel anxious. Yep. I don't understand that. No, it's so fucked. Yeah. I think I know why, but like like you said, we'll go out like, like, like. Like? Uh, like? Anka Jams. <laughs> we'll go out and have you know five six seven drinks yeah not like doesn't get too crazy and i wake up feeling like i fucked up and i ruined everything Mm -hmm. super weird it is i think like 
a big part of it is because I have gone through years of active alcohol addiction. Yeah. Where I would black out. Yes. I would do stupid shit. This is my theory. I would. Why am I singing karaoke? <laughs> I don't fucking sing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, why am I sitting at this table with all of these people that I don't fucking care about or know? Why, yeah. You know, I, I would just do shit that's not me. Mm-hmm. And so I'd wake up in the morning and I would obviously feel like, what the fuck? You know, embarrassed and yep. ashamed and like all this shit. Like, why the fuck did I do that? And you're sitting there thinking, like, what does this person think of me? Did did everybody see me cry at the bar? Because I've done that a few fucking times, you know? Like, yeah. you just wake up and you're just ashamed of the shit that you did the night before. Yes. So you do that enough times, I think it kind of just engraves itself in your brain. Mm-hmm. To the point where, like, even if you don't do anything bad, you still wake up with that feeling. Because it's just a cycle, right? It's just like a, a habit, almost. Yeah, feel it's that way. like... The way I look at it is when you do it so many times, you know, I've done that so many times. I go out, have a couple drinks, turns into 20 drinks, mm-hmm. and then I find myself in a position where, like, I'm in danger. Mm-hmm. Like, I shouldn't be here. Like, this is fucked up. You do that enough times, your brain starts to learn that, like, okay, you go out for drinks. That means this happens, which means this is how I react emotionally. Yeah. So, even when you go out for five responsible drinks and nothing happens Mm -hmm. your brain just goes through the motions like okay you went out there's alcohol in my system so things are going to happen exactly so now we react accordingly Mm -hmm. because it's happened a thousand times yep so why would it be any different this time yeah and that makes sense yeah but like i kind of because we were talking about it uh earlier today and it takes like a level of like self-awareness to understand that feeling guilty about that shit is not necessarily a bad thing no i think it's a good thing yeah feeling guilty in the moment that sucks Mm -hmm. it hurts you're when you're fucking like anxious and that the sunday scaries so they call it Mm -hmm. what the fuck did i say do yada 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 what the fuck ever you know you we all get it after a fucking night of drinking whether it's five drinks or 26 drinks it doesn't matter we all get it but the fact that you feel guilty and the fact that you feel all of these human emotions is not a bad thing because you're coping with those emotions in a regular way. Well, because it means you care. Yeah. Like, it means you hold yourself to a certain standard, exactly. I think. A res- like, a responsible standard. Because you're like, oh, I was below my responsible standard, didn't like that, so now you feel guilty about it. Yeah. When you don't care... Or when you continue to use substance to mask that, I think that's when it becomes an issue. Yes. If you can go out and do a bunch of shit and not feel remorse or just nothing at all, yeah, I think that's when it becomes an issue. But the fact that you do feel guilty and you feel, like, embarrassed, it sucks having to, like, cycle through those emotions, but it's not a bad thing, you know? And it took me a long time to realize that. Mm-hmm. Like not beating yourself up over the fact that you had a couple drinks or whatever like i'm not out here banging needles yeah i'm not you know what i mean like i brought it up earlier in the podcast i'm not doing scary dangerous life-changing shit yeah i had six ryan coke and maybe a shot of fireball yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) like i'm I'm okay it's fine it could be so much worse and it has been so much worse that's the thing but for some reason my mentality just like whoop 
oh, remember when you did this? Or, you know, like, it just brings up all this, like, shit and, like, oh, maybe this person's mad at you because you looked at them a certain way. And it's yeah. Like, that didn't, that wasn't a thing at, at all. No. <laughs> like, at all. Super silly. It is. But aside from all that kind of stuff, like, all that negative stuff that comes with it, the positive side of it is that once you realize that you're feeling bad about it and stuff like that and you want to change it, you're sort of learning that, like, about yourself. You're learning what you do and don't like. Yeah, you're learning about you. Yeah. And, like, figuring out who you are, Mm -hmm. which is always changing. Yeah. That's why when you're younger, it doesn't matter and you don't care. Yeah. But as you get older, you do care and it feels horrible. You Mm -hmm. know, you're changing as a person and you're sort of just, like, figuring out who you are. Mm -hmm. Which is honestly a very fun process. Not always. It can be very difficult, but it's... It's a very interesting process to sort of watch yourself become, like, who you're supposed to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Like, when you're under the influence, you may say or do something that you think is, like, really cool. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then you wake up the next day and you're like, what the fuck? That wasn't cool. Why did I say, I'm 28 years old. Why did I just say fucking YOLO to a bunch of 20-year-olds? You know, like, shit like that. That thought made me sick. (laughs) I don't know if if I've ever actually been in that position, but just like, you just like, oh, or what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Being in that position, like, you just like think about what you do and don't like about yourself, you know? Like why am I acting like this? I don't need to fucking even just like taking shots. It's like over it. I don't need to be taking fireball shots anymore. No. I'm a grown woman. On my way to 30. Yeah, I don't need to fucking do that, but I do. I'm all good. Yeah, I don't know, it's fucking weird. But it, yeah, you like cycle through and you start to recognize what you do and don't like about yourself. It gives you like a level of self-awareness, especially when you can go and get fucked up and then you can sit with those emotions and feel them out and not m- continue to mask them with substances. Yeah, that's what I was kind of getting at is like you're learning about yourself, which always leads to being more aware of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like self-awareness is super nice. Oh, yeah. It's kind of shitty sometimes because you start to be like cynical towards yourself like, well, that's a loop you can get stuck in is not enjoying things you want to because you're, like, overanalyzing. You can recognize the shitty parts of yourself. Yes. And kind of get, st- like, stuck in that cycle. Yeah. that's you know? It's very important to recognize the shitty parts of yourself. Yeah. You but, have to understand. Because the world can't exist without polarity. Of course. You cannot have good without bad. There's just no way around that, you know? So you have to, like, understand and recognize the bad parts of yourself in order to be a good person yeah everybody has it too yeah it's like the yin and yang you know like everyone's got shitty qualities about themselves Mm -hmm. but once you start realizing them you can start fixing them you can yeah accept them and learn from them and move on from them yeah and you're going to continue to make mistakes and continue to grow and continue to be a shitty person sometimes of course but as long as you're like aware enough to recognize those and understand them, it's a lot easier for you to, like, move on and be a better person. Well, yeah, because if you can't see what you're doing as wrong, you're never going to change. No. I know lots of people who don't, like, have that ability, you know? They just de- keep doing things that are shitty, mm-hmm. and uh, that's kind of it. And they're probably just going to keep doing that forever. And for some reason, they always make it, like, 
it's like a pity party almost. Mm-hmm. Like when something bad happens to them, it's never their fault. No, it's no. always somebody else. They never take accountability for the fact that maybe they were bad or maybe they fucking. Oh my god! Sorry, <sighs> like. We have a lot of animals, in case you guys haven't noticed from the last 20 episodes. Uh, we were going to get our one cat fixed the one day. I think the roads were bad. Something came so up. So we canceled the appointment. <laughs> she's uh, she's still not fixed. And she just went into heat today. Yeah. So she's just fucking hollering away. I'm, I'm going to go take the spray bottle and go. I'll be right back. I think one of the biggest steps of, like, being self-aware is being able to recognize when you're wrong. Yeah, I think that's, like, the first step. That's huge. Huge. So many people don't want to admit when they're wrong. Mm-hmm. They want to blame it on everything and everyone around them. They don't ever want to sit there and be like, you know what? I did fuck up. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. Maybe I shouldn't have said this. Maybe all you know, like, nobody ever wants to admit that. But no. I think that's a huge fucking step to becoming just a better person in general. Of course it is. It hurts to say those things, yeah. too, to realize those things. To Yeah, to see that you're being shitty. Like, there's been situations that I've been in, and in the moment, I'm like, well, I was in the right, this person, nah, 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 what the fuck ever, you know what I mean? Blaming the other person. But mm-hmm. being able to, like, sit down, take a step back, and being like... Maybe I shouldn't have done this. Maybe I shouldn't have said that. Or, like, kind of looking at the situation from an outside perspective. Yeah. And taking it from both sides. That's huge. Oh, that's so important. That's fucking huge. I don't know. I don't think a lot of people do that, though. I don't know. I don't know if a lot of people do that. I put that into practice at a fairly young age, Mm -hmm. and it's been nothing but beneficial. Well, it is beneficial, you know? If you're living a life and you're constantly blaming everybody else around you, but you can't see that you're you're the fucking problem sometimes. Like, sometimes you're the common denominator. Yeah, exactly. When shit's falling apart around you and everybody's mad at you and all this shit's going on, you're the common denominator. Oftentimes. Take a look around. It, why are all these people mad? Like, you know, there has to be, a sh- like, a common denominator, it's you like, know? It's like, if 10 of your friends are pissed off at you, mm-hmm. what what are what's better odds? Those 10 friends of yours are all... They all fucked up somehow? They're all stupid and they don't understand. Or the one person they're all upset with is fucking up. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it seems pretty clear to me... There's not 10 people who are all fucking up at the same time. No. Like, you're the one fucking up. Yeah. It sucks, but, like, you need to take accountability for that so you can move on with it. Yeah. Understand that. Learn that. Learn different ways to handle it. Um, Let's pause the podcast real quick. I gotta handle this cat. Okay. Again. I don't know if you guys can hear right now. Justin just went upstairs because <laughs> he went upstairs to deal with the cat put her in the bathroom just while we record uh and then our small dog started barking and then our big dog started barking and he normally doesn't like bark unless there's people or something so i'm like freaking the fuck out thinking there's like not deer oh god or like another dog maybe but like my mind automatically like jumps to like intruder or skinwalkers i don't know what the fuck is happening He's still upstairs. I'm scared. Okay, I'll be back. I'll update you guys when I come back. <laughs> hey, we're back. I didn't see anybody. Or anything. 
He's still barking, babe. He wasn't barking, and then we started recording, and then he started barking again. He doesn't bark. No, he doesn't do this. Do you think there's, like, deer in the front? No, I looked in the front. Okay, I- Okay, we're pausing this again, guys. Sorry. (laughs) Okay, we're back. Again. (laughs) Still nothing outside. Salem's still losing his mind. Yeah, I don't know. To you guys, it was, like- what, 10 seconds? Not even? That we were gone? To yeah. us, we st- we just spent like 15 minutes upstairs. I had a knife in my hand. <laughs> you gotta though. I'm just like, we're looking out the front window, open the front door, like out the back. There's nobody or nothing there. Mm-mm. Like our small dog, she barks if like the air shifts a molecule. Yes. Like she just, <laughs> she barks at everything. But like Salem... He only ever barks when there's, like, dogs outside. Or a person. Not even people. Well, if somebody's coming to the house. If a person's, like, in our yard, he'll lose his shit. he'll bark. But, like, that's what fucking shocked me. Because, like, it was twice that he just, like, lost his mind. Yeah. Scary. I think probably a dog came into our yard. They started losing it. And then because he started barking, he's got a big bark. He's a big dog. Mm Mm-hmm. The other dog probably took off. So by the time we get upstairs and start looking around, he's gone. Then he, you know, probably comes back. It's a little curious. Salem starts barking again. He runs off again. But he was in the front yard the first, like the second time we went upstairs. Yeah. And like for us, the our front yard, it's like a small yard, street, railroad track. Yeah. And there's just dark abyss. There's a golf course. There's like a pheasant farm. Like there's no, like we don't have any neighbors across from us. It's just like open and dark. (laughs) It does make for a scary scene. Yeah. For sure. Is there like eyes peering back at me? Like I'm like looking. (laughs) Is there somebody hiding behind my car? Because I'm parked in the front right now. Like I was looking at every. Wow, that's a possibility. Obstacle. Scary. Anyways, we're back again. Sorry. I don't even remember where I was. Like what Uh, was saying? We were talking about holding accountability for your own actions Mm -hmm. because it's very unlikely that everybody around you is pissed off at you. Or everyone around you is the problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Holding accountability. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I think basically I was probably just talking about like learning about yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, which actually there's something I wanted to talk about. And I was very hesitant to bring this up on the podcast because it could paint me in a very bad light. But I hope that people can understand when I under- explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said that I was going to be very vulnerable on this podcast. So. Of course. Something I realized lately is that I think there's, like, this deep-rooted, fairly minor but still there, sort of misogynistic thing in me. Okay. Because we're just talking about learning about ourselves, right? This is the most recent thing I've learned about myself. And I can't even remember what it was that made me question that, but I just... I started thinking about how, like, uh, sometimes a guy will say something to me, and I'll be like, oh, cool, man. But if a woman was to say the exact same thing, like, they did the same thing, mm-hmm. I guess it, I'm not explaining it well enough. Uh, if a guy tells me about something like, yeah, I just fucked three chicks last night, bro. It was fucking sick. Mm-hmm. 
I'd, I'm not the type of guy to give him, like, daps, like, that's so tight, bro, you're hard as fuck. Yeah. But I don't feel much about it. I'm just like, oh, cool, man. Yeah. But if a, a girl came up to me and was like, I fucked three guys last night, it was sick, I would be like, ooh. Ew. Really? Yeah. Damn. And then I was thinking to myself, like, why do I think like that? Like, mm-hmm. what is that? Misogynistic. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm such a supporter of mm-hmm. women. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I didn't think I had a misogynistic bone in my body. Like, yeah. I hate that type of person. Mm-hmm. And then I started looking at the way that, like, just my mind works. I don't act on these things. Like, no. I would never say, like, that's fucked up. Like, <laughs> ew, you whore. <laughs> ugh, slut much? Like, I would never say that. But the thought would cross my mind sometimes. Whereas if some dude I know says the exact same thing, that doesn't go through my head. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's not right. That's not me thinking equally. No. I, so it's the same thing for women, though. For some reason. It's just that, like, double standard. Yeah, but I would like to eliminate that double standard from my mind. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with wanting to do that. Yeah. I, I feel don't like, like it's such a it. common way to think, though, because... Like, honestly speaking, well, I don't know. I'm, like, pro do whatever the fuck. If you want to f- fuck six guys in one night, props to you, baby yeah, girl. Go for you it. know, get it. But, like, that th- way of thinking, like, I understand it. Because yeah. guys are like, oh, yeah, I fucking... Nah, nah, nah. It's like, oh, cool. But then a woman does it, it's like, uh, you're a little, a little too far, you know? Yeah. But you shouldn't be thinking that way. No. No. I just don't like that I am that way. And like I said, it's pretty minor. Yeah. I It doesn't make me look at the person any different, really. It's just this weird emotional reaction I have. It's like, like a fleeting thought, kind of. Yeah, but it's attached to emotions. Mm-hmm. Like, if a woman says that to me, there is this, like... I don't even know what the emotion is, but it's negative, whatever it is. Yeah. And I think that's bullshit. I don't want to react like that. Mm-hmm. So, I have been working on that in the last weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started seeing it in other people, like, I, uh, this is so, it's maybe even silly to talk about, because I know it's talked about so often, mm-hmm. but, you know, I'll hear about somebody at a job, and the male boss says something, and it's like, I can see the reasons he's saying it that is because of some kind of misogynistic thing in his head, Yeah. and then other people are like, no, that's not it. It's like, well, of course that's it. But it it. is, yeah. He's treating the woman lesser than. Yeah. It's crazy when, like, you become aware of, like, your negative aspects Mm -hmm. and the way, like, you think sometimes. You're like, fuck, that was not good. Like, maybe I should change that. Yeah. It's almost like you start to, like, recognize it around you. You see it in other people more. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. Like, I've always hated that growing up. If I hear a guy talking about a woman, like, really disgustingly, Mm -hmm. I've always hated that. Yeah. Never been the type of dude to be like, oh, yeah, fucking bitch. Like, (laughs) that's just not who I am. So, because I would react negatively to a guy doing that on a, like, high level, Mm -hmm. I would think to myself, like, oh, I don't have a misogynistic bone in my body. Yeah. But then on the little things like that, I started to realize, like, probably a month ago even, I was like, nah, there's something in there. Yeah. Now I got to put a stop to that. Mm -hmm. Even though it doesn't really change anything, because I don't treat anybody differently. But It's just the internal thought that you want to, like, diminish. 
Yeah, because I, as a person, don't actually believe those things. Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason... You react like you do. Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange. Mm -hmm. But it's sort of refreshing yeah to learn something new about myself even if even though it's negative mm-hmm. it's refreshing because i have realized it now and i can get rid of that yeah and become a better person that's one of the like i want to say the biggest part of regulating emotions yeah is recognizing it and oh, understanding yeah. it like because you can feel a certain way about a subject whatever it is and if you feel, say, anger mm-hmm. or sadness or, like, secondhand embarrassment or just, like, any negative emotion, if you feel that towards the situation, it's so fucking easy to, like, live in that emotion. Yeah. It's hard to be positive. Yes, it is. It's so fucking hard to be positive. But it's easy to, like, fall back into this, like, negative emotion and judge people and, like, just be a shitty person. I even said this to my friend the other day, like... We were talking about, like, self-confidence and stuff. And, like, I'm going to get a little deep here, but why is it so easy for me to look in the mirror and point out every fucking flaw that I think I have, but it's almost impossible for me to look in the mirror and be like, you know what? I have a nice ass. Mm -hmm. I'm fucking hot. I am this. I'm that. Like, talk to myself in a positive light. This is just, like, physically speaking. Yeah. But that goes a long way. Like, why is it so easy for me to look in the mirror and be like, oh, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Yeah. But it's so fucking hard for me to compliment myself, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I'm definitely in the same boat. I find it... fucked. Almost impossible. Yeah. It's so fucked up. Not to mention, like, I don't know if you've experienced this, but if I like something about myself and I bring it up, I'm usually met with, like, getting made fun of. From other people? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, cocky much? Mm-hmm. Like, man, I just appreciated one thing about myself <laughs> yeah. out loud for the first time in 10 years. Yeah. I and don't now think, I hate it. I don't think I'm being cocky. Yeah. Like, I'm not being an asshole. Mm-hmm. I just think, like, I'm a good person. I genuinely feel that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're a good person, fucking pussy. Why don't you go help that old lady across the street? And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. I guess I will to prove it. <laughs> Man, I'm sorry that I said anything to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. That's, like, the biggest setback with humanity, though. Because you, like, confidence, They she said it on Euphoria. Maddie said it. And I really, really liked what she said. Confidence, it's really hard to tell if it's real or fake. Mm-hmm. You can fake confidence all you want. Mm-hmm. And nobody knows if you're faking it, right? But to be able to to portray it to other people you oftentimes get shot down. Yes. Because those people are not on the same level, like, vibrational, energetically, whatever. Yeah. If you're confident with yourself and you love yourself and you genuinely, like, just want to be happy, if there's another person out there that doesn't feel that way, they are going to do what they can to, like, bring you down. Oh, yeah. their level. Yeah. And... Oftentimes, it's more people than not. You know what I mean? If I, I find to, this most of the time. Yeah. If I were to go to a bar and be like, I'm fucking hot. I look so good. Even if it's like in a confident manner, I get stared at. I get fucking judged. I get talked about because mm. I decided to wear an outfit that I looked cute in. Or, you know, like, I don't personally give a fuck what anybody else has to say about me. I never really have. Yeah. But it's still that just like underlying factor that I know 
that people are judging me for being confident, you know? Oh, yeah. No, like, I've experienced the same thing. And we've talked about it before, like, getting into confrontational situations with guys at bars because Mm -hmm. I don't look like them. Just because that's not what I like. Yeah. You know? But it's like a... It's a confidence thing to dress the way you like. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's... Just to be yourself in general. Yeah, exactly. I'm kind of going, like, a little materialistic there, but... To bring it back, like, I honestly have three friends, I'd say, that will, like, give me props Mm -hmm. and make me feel confident. Yeah. Keep you based in reality instead of, like, bringing you out into, like, the negative shit. Yes. Yeah. 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 Like, and when I say three friends, you're included in that. (laughs) It's, like, you you and then two other dudes Mm -hmm. who are, like, very- Didn't realize I was just a friend, but okay. (laughs) Don't. Don't. (laughs) I'm kidding. Babe. Well, well, I could have said, I guess, I have two friends and one girlfriend who makes me... (laughs) Like, that doesn't flow the same way. Carry on. I'm sorry. You, you know, like, if I think I look good, I'll ask you. Like, do you think this outfit looks good? And you'll just tell me. Yeah. You, and then I have two friends who I can say stuff like, I feel really attractive today. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I feel good. I feel like I look very handsome. Yeah only really two friends that'll be like you do look very fucking handsome dog mm. oh everybody else i know will be like okay yeah oh go oh. brad pitt over here <laughs> it's like dude not brad pitt over here i just feel presentable i feel good okay <laughs> like, like can i have that and also express it to someone i trust nah apparently not no it's hard it's weird it's mm. weird but you know it's funny that hat uh-huh I was thinking a lot lately about, like... That hat. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, kind of. About how, like, being, um... You're learning about yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. I bought that hat. I've never had a hat like that. It's almost like a cowboy hat, but it's flat brim. Like, I don't even know what they're called. Yeah. I have no idea. But I really like it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't care what anybody says. I'm gonna wear that hat. Yeah. And then I start thinking about, like, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm not gonna wear it, but... You just... You start learning about yourself and, like, even in style, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm going to wear the thing. You I don't care you want. if people don't like it. I'm going to wear the thing. Yeah. My boys are going to make fun of me and they're going to call me an incel for sure because they don't <laughs> quite understand. But I'm going to wear the hat. Yeah. Ah. It's nice to learn about yourself, even through things like buying a new hat. Just style in general, you know? Yeah. I've always been pretty, I guess, out there with my style mm-hmm. like my ass is out titties out yeah great stuff out. great stuff <laughs> whips and chains and shit like <laughs> great stuff great outfits i've always had like a very uh prominent style so to speak mm-hmm. and i love that shit so i can't put myself in the position because i have i've talked to people before that like they're like worried to wear these like specific things yeah. Because they think that people are going to judge them. Yeah, we talked about this on the self-expression episode, right. I think. Yeah, And I'm like, I've never like been able to actually relate to that because I will put on an outfit and be like, hmm, I look hot. Let's, let's go. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I've never, I, I guess like I have felt like, oh, this doesn't look good on me. This doesn't look good on me. Yeah. But I've never felt the emotion of like, oh, people won't like this because I don't give a fuck. I love going to Walmart. With fuck written on my shirt and my ass hanging out and getting stares from fucking everybody around yeah, me. Yeah. Like, 
I don't, it's not that I love it, but, like, it's just, like, I do, like, I like that shit when people are, like, mouth open, staring at me. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, hello. Like, it's, this is me, right? Like, I've never felt that, like, well, what are people going to think? You know? Yeah. Never felt that. Mine's not so much, like, what are people going to think? Are they going to judge me? Uh-huh. It's just, like, I know what my overall style is. So, if I step out of that zone... Mm-hmm my friends are gonna make fun of me Mm -hmm. and they're my friends and they don't mean to like actually hurt me that's just how they know to speak to each other (laughs) it's the only way that they can recognize that they're there (laughs) no (laughs) kidding it's just like that's a lot of the conversation is roasting each other and Mm -hmm. stuff which is fine but when you know that it's coming and it's because of something a decision you made like wearing that wild hat (laughs) yeah It sucks because you know it's the elephant in the room and then Mm -hmm. you get made fun of for it and Mm -hmm. you don't feel good. Mm -hmm. It's like, I like it, but now I feel like a fucking idiot. I think, though, like, being self-aware enough to, like, recognize that you like the hat and you want to continue wearing it and just doing it regardless is huge. Oh, of course. No, like, I've always done that. Mm -hmm. Like, it's funny this podcast started off one way and now it's just... Me and you having a conversation about my, like, outfit crisis. Me and you having a conversation about your hat. <laughs> yeah. But I've I've always done that, and it's always worked out fine. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, most of my friends, they don't dress too crazy. Yeah. I'll wear, like, well, I don't really dress that crazy either, but in... Just different. In comparison, like, yeah. you know, I'll wear, like, a biker leather jacket and really tight pants or something, mm-hmm. and I'm like, ooh, they're gonna make fun of me. And they do. Mm-hmm. But, like, that doesn't stop me from doing it. It just puts me in a position where I don't like what I'm hearing for a few hours. Yeah. You know? Which sucks either way. But that can be, like, detrimental to, like, your confidence and shit, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I have, like, two friends that don't do that. Mm -hmm. If Even if it's completely out of their zone, they're like, you look sick, dude. You're pulling that off. being able to, like, understand when your, like, friend looks good and when they don't. Yeah. Being honest, right? I remember the one time I was wearing these, like, uh leg bands the leg fuck are bands. they called garters oh yeah yeah and like i was wearing them on my thigh and i thought they looked <laughs> i thought that thought they looked really good mm-hmm. and i was rocking them all night and this girl came up to me and she's like D- are those a little tight and i was like what and she's like i don't know they just they look a little small on you and i'm like what the fuck uh i don't fucking care like i don't care why are you like Going out of your way to point out what I'm wearing, you know what I mean? I've uh, had so many. She hates herself, or hates me, or and hey, herself. Whoever said that, if you're listening, fuck you, dog. <laughs> but I've had people you're come ugly. up to me and like, I think I brought it up on the one podcast where like I was wearing these spiky shoes, and this guy came up. He's like, "Oh, Marilyn Manson called. And he wants his shoes back." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> funny joke. <laughs> that was great." You know that like, this is off topic, but was that the same night that I? talk to you for like the very first time yeah that was the same night yeah i was pissed off because this guy said something about marilyn manson with my shoes yeah so i go to dj that night yeah and you came up to me and you're like hey can you play some marilyn manson i was like is this just a fucking joke to you all do i just yeah. look like marilyn manson i was pissed off at you because i because <laughs> you didn't know me no i didn't know you i <laughs> actually just wanted to hear marilyn genuinely manson genuinely wanted to hear marilyn manson i'm like oh fucking marilyn manson again like <laughs> just pissed off at you for no fucking reason i remember that very vividly because i thought you were super attractive <laughs> And I had never talked to you before, really. 
and then I went up and asked for Marilyn Manson, and you were kind of dismissive, but you played it. And then I was like, do you want to go for a cigarette? So we went out and had a smoke, and I we didn't have anything in common because I didn't know you. Yeah. The only thing I knew is that you played Marilyn Manson for me. So I say, so do you like Marilyn Manson? <laughs> and you, like, took a big drag off your cigarette, and you're like, yeah, he's all right. And I was like, I fucking love Marilyn Manson. He's so sick. And you're like, yeah. And then you just, like, threw your cigarette in the snow and walked away. And I was like, what did I do wrong? What the fuck did I do wrong? Like, I wanted to talk to you because I thought you were so hot. I'm like, hell yeah, I have an in now. She played the song that I like. Now, if she likes it, then we can talk about music. And then that will... No, you're just like... Yeah. Flick the cigarette. Bye. And I'm like, fuck! Like, god damn it! Like, what did I do? <laughs> it's all because the motherfucker commented on my spiky shoes earlier. <laughs> all because some fuckass earlier made fun of your shoes. I just heard Marilyn Manson way too much that night, and I was like, hey, you motherfuckers. Oh, like, <laughs> that's the third time I heard that MM. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my face. I didn't, like, well, that's the thing, too. It's such a, like, it's weird to think about, and this is completely off topic. Okay. But it's weird to think about, like, the different perspectives on it. Because, like, you came up to me, like, this girl's so hot. Like, I want to go, like, talk to her. Yeah. Let's go for a smoke stuff. Whatever. And I'm, like, pissed off that this motherfucker called my shoes Marilyn Manson shoes. So I come to work. And then you're, like, can you put Marilyn Manson? And I'm, like, holy fuck. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought you were making fun of me. I know. So I, I was know. already pissed off. And then you're, like, going to go for a smoke. I'm, like, yeah, sure. And then you bring up Marilyn Manson again. And I'm, like, this motherfucker <laughs> like I'm, and i'm already in this like bad mood and yeah. it was just like a complete both of our perspectives were completely off i know it's crazy I, know. I remember you walking away and i was just standing there like what did i do what the fuck did i do and then i was talking to my buddy i was like i don't know i don't know i don't think i did anything she just like walked away she seems upset and he's like i don't know bro i'm like okay <laughs> well me neither i don't <laughs> Okay. <laughs> like, uh, but it worked out. It did. Well, here we are. I think, like, prior to that, though, because I thought that you, like, genuinely just didn't like me. Mm. Because I remember the one day I was going into Walmart. Yeah. And I had my daughter, and she was, like, fairly young. So I had her in the cart, and I was, like, pushing her into Walmart. And, like I said before, I like to wear, like, short shorts and stuff. So I just, like, went with my short shorts and shirt. And there was a car that drove past me, and somebody from the car yelled, put some fucking pants on to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. And I turned around, and all I saw was you. <laughs> you were in the car, and I turned around, and all I saw was your face. I'm like, that motherfucker. <laughs> like, Which is like... Why does he hate me? He doesn't even know me. You know? So weird, because I didn't know you at all. I'd yeah. never seen you. Mm-hmm. I don't yell at women. <laughs> ever. <laughs> and... Also, why would I yell at a woman I find extremely attractive to put on more clothes? Yeah, with her fucking baby child, (laughs) yell at her to put on more clothes. Like, in what realm would that happen? I heard someone yell it. I turned around and I saw you. And my face was the one you first saw. And you're like... Who is that fucking fool? Like, that guy sucks. And then you come up to me the night that I'm, like, pissed off about Marilyn Manson and ask me to play. It was just, like, this whole, like, shit. Like, just a snowball of stuff. <laughs> I know. There was a third time, too. This was, like, months after the Marilyn Manson fiasco. 
you were still working at that bar, you were DJing, and I was I was walking by the DJ booth to take a piss, and you like put your hand out and you like stopped me, and you were like, you know my brother, and I was like, I don't think so. You're like, yeah, you do. You know my brother, Brad, or you probably said Brady. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did say Brady because yeah. I always called him Brad. Yeah, and I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't think I know any Bradys. And you're like, you do. I know you do. You're friends with him. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I don't know Brady. Because I th- fucking thought his name was Brad. I wasn't putting it together. And I was like, all right. Well, sorry. <laughs> and then I just went to the washroom. And again, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> she stopped you to talk. And you fucked it up. And you go, I don't know who the fuck Brady is. And walked away. Like, what a fucking idiot was I? <laughs> just stupid. Hey Brady, shouts out you. Shit. Hey Brad. <laughs> hey Brad. Super dumb. Yeah, I don't know. We got completely off topic. Yeah, what were we even talking about? Learning about yourself. <laughs> Self awareness. Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, that's not very self-aware. I feel like the wine kind of hit me towards the end of this podcast. Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh-uh. oh, no. Well, I, what time are we at? Uh, 54. 54? 55. 55, even. <laughs> I think that's fair. We could probably wrap up. Yeah. Well, wait. Before we wrap up, I, don't, I feel like we didn't come to a conclusion whatsoever. No. We just sort of worked through thoughts. We kind of just rambled this entire episode. I don't know. Do you guys... Here, I have a question. Do you guys like it when we have, like, a planned out episode where we, like, bring up facts and stuff? Or do you guys prefer it when we just, like, ramble and have... Like, these are conversations that Justin and I have... Sorry, Babe and I have. Yeah, don't do that shit. <laughs> every <laughs> night, every day, like, yeah. when we talk. The last, like, two conversations we've had, I'm like, fuck, I'm just going to bring out my phone and start recording because this is, like, good-ass podcast material. Mm-hmm. So, like, these are just regular conversations we have. We just ramble and it leads into one thought and then the next. Like, do you guys prefer one full episode on, like, a subject? Or do you prefer when we just kind of ramble and talk about whatever? Well, like, this episode was about self-awareness and learning about yourself. Yeah. But also about how we met for the first three times and (laughs) did not work out. (laughs) (laughs) But mostly... Oh, and we thought we had an intruder, and I grabbed a knife, right, and I yeah, thought there I was, was going to have to kill somebody. Yeah, there was a lot going on in this episode. Um, yeah, it was a pretty stacked episode. Yeah. Yeah, write us in, or comment, or text us, whatever, like, what do you prefer? We'd love to know, so we can just make it better for you guys. Shit, but also... Babe. What? Sorry, go ahead. Finish that sentence. Okay. But also, um... The conclusion is, learning about yourself is extremely important. Yeah. Especially the negative stuff. Mm -hmm. I was very open with you about how I recently realized I have like a 1% misogynistic bone on my body, Mm -hmm. and I am doing everything I can to completely eliminate that from my life. Yeah. I think everybody listening should do that as well not just with misogyny whatever it is if if you get upset about something that seems a little weird to you when you get upset figure out the root of it kill it we've also 
um, talked about that. And this is going to be, like, kind of a new subject that we can maybe touch on in a new episode. But, like, okay. people always say if you're, like, judging someone or you're mad that you're jealous of them. Mm, hate that. Not true. Fuck that. I'm not sorry. True. There are people out there that I do not like and I do not want anything that they have. I'm not jealous about anything that they have i just genuinely do not fucking like them it's fine to not drive yeah if you don't dig into the facts that you may be judgmental towards another person sometimes it is true sometimes people are jealous but if you genuinely just don't like the person that is what it is but there must be a reason as to why you're hating on a situation that maybe you shouldn't be hating on just look into it. Yeah. Figure just take it a out. peer into your own mind. Just fi- have you guys tried figuring it out? Could you just do me a favor and figure it out? Could you guys maybe figure maybe figure it out? Does you figure it out? Okay. <laughs> uh, what I was gonna say was that we do have a question to answer. Oh really? Yeah. Frick! I didn't um, even know that. The question is: Do either of you have a favorite serial killer, or do you guys consider it unhealthy to have one? <laughs> So, I'm a bit of a horror boy. I don't know if I've made that clear. Mm-hmm. I do have a favorite serial killer. Who is it? Well, he's technically not a serial killer, but he gets put in the same realm as serial killers so often that I think this one, it's fine. Okay. Ed Gein. Okay. I would like to say, no, I don't think it's unhealthy to have a favorite serial killer. No. I do think it's unhealthy and maybe not unhealthy, but definitely not cool to put them on a pedestal and make them seem sweet. They're not. They're like horrible Ted people. Bundy. Yeah. Yeah, or Chris Chris Watts. It's not cool to make these people seem sick. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're fucking monsters. They're disgusting monsters. Fun fact, did you know that Chris Watts gets, like, love letters and fan mail oh, in so did, jail? Yeah, Ted Bundy got that. Mm. Um, li- well, honestly, literally every serial killer got that. That's fucked up. Yeah. Man, this guy killed his two daughters, his wife, his pregnant wife. Yeah. And he gets love letters in jail. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking astounding to me. Anyways, sorry, carry on. Um, Well, like every every killer mm-hmm. gets those. It's fucked up. BTK probably got those. Mm-hmm. Ted Bundy definitely got them because he was kind of attractive. That's the thing, the attraction behind it. John Wayne Gacy got them. That's creepy as fuck. John Wayne Gacy actually... um. He would do paintings in jail. You could buy them. I could see that. I would love to have one. Yeah, I could see that. But to write them like love letters. Oh, yeah. And to like plan your future and be like obsessed with this person who literally murdered his children and wife. Yep. Yeah. There was actually a serial killer who got married to a woman while in jail. Right. I remember hearing about that. Can't remember who it was. I watched a Netflix documentary on that, I think. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. It's fucked up. Um, I don't really have a favorite serial killer. I don't killer? think it's, like, unhealthy to have a favorite. No, because it's just interesting stuff to learn about. That's the thing. I like watching, like, their documentaries and, like, learning about it, but I've never been the, like... For a while, it was, like, a trend to be like, ah, I love documentaries about yeah. serial killers. Yeah. I'm so obsessed with this. Like, it was like this thing 
that women for some reason had to have part of their personality. <laughs> yeah. And I never like got involved in that. I like watching them when they come up and I find it interesting. Well, it's still kind of a thing with true crime, true crime podcasts. True crime. True crime, <laughs> true crime podcasts. Yeah. They're huge. They're the biggest kind. True. Yeah. I don't know. I like hearing about them and learning about them for some reason. Maybe it's just because I'm like morbid to some degree. I think every person has a morbid angle. Yeah. Like, it's like looking at a train wreck. Mm. You know, you can't look away. That's true. You don't have a favorite at all? Mm, no. Ed Gein is my favorite because he inspired uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. and Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. He wasn't much of a serial killer, though. He only killed a handful of people. He was yeah. mostly a grave robber. Yeah. And uh, he had, like, really, really bad mommy issues, and he would dig up graves and, like, wear women's skin and Good masks stuff. and stuff because he wanted to, like, embody his mother. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, like, Manson is probably the one that sticks out the most to me. Not a serial killer. I know. He's not. Okay. But, like, a cult leader. He was still charged for what he did, but, like, just his mind. He's fucking nuts. He's a nutcase. He's a lunatic, but he's so smart. I think he's almost, like, too smart, and that's why he's so fucked in the head. I think Charles Manson was only smart in the way that he knew how to manipulate people. Other than that, kind of a dumbass. Beyond that, though, like, I've seen interviews of him and just the way he speaks about just everything. I think, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's got a real fucking grip on reality. Like, too good of a grip, and I think that's why he lost his fucking mind. Because he's crazy. He's nuts. I, but he's so smart. I disagree that he's smart. I don't know, babe. Wrong! <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think he was very smart in manipulating people. He's like a, He's like a really, really good church pastor, you know? He's great at... Telling people that if they don't follow him, things are going to go bad. Yeah. He's really fantastic, was fantastic at manipulating people. Obviously. Have you ever watched, like, Beyond? Yes, many. I find him to be completely unhinged and pretentious. Yeah, but, like, the shit that he says sometimes, I'm like, I get it. Like, I understand what this motherfucker's talking about. Yeah, I understand what he's saying, but, like, that's what he was doing. Mm -hmm. Manipulating people. He Mm -hmm. knew the words to say. But he wasn't wrong, think. though. I guess in my eyes. Like, I would listen to him speak about shit and be like, that makes sense. He's right, you know? I look at it in a way as, like, what he talks about is very interesting. Mm-hmm. But if you know what he's doing... He's a like, manipulator. These monologues are just really word-packed to sound really fantastical. That makes sense, yeah. But when you actually break down what he's saying, it's... It's kind of simplistic. It's kind of culty. It's kind of culty. It's kind of like he could start a cult or something. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why he was so successful at it. Because he's a fantastic speaker. He yeah. knows how to get people to think that he's really, really intelligent. Maybe that's why I like him so much. He's the one that just stands out the most to me, though. I don't know. And he's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I like listening to the man talk because it's just interesting to hear. Yeah. But, you know. Still crazy. Anyways, guys, this is the end of the episode. We're going on an hour. Uh, This was 
I don't know. I kind of like the ran like rambling episodes that we have. Uh, yeah, I can't tell if this was a good or bad episode. I don't honestly. know. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> we get know. the feedback. We always get our like regular people that give us feedback. True, true. Love that shit. We love you guys. We appreciate you all. We will be back. Um, we've kind of put a halt on our solo episodes for now because there's just a lot. Like we explained in the last episode, there's a lot going on. I'm doing one. Okay, I'm not. Uh. <laughs> okay, no, no. It's no competition, but I just... So horror put, Jabber's coming out. Put a halt on mine for now, just because I'm dealing with a lot of shit. I will get back to them, but for now, here I am. You get me on DOF, and that's it. Granted, you are dealing with more than I am. Yeah. Living the dream. <laughs> just the facts of the matter. So take your time. No one's going to be upset. I'll I'll hold it down with Guys, Horror Jabber. please don't hate me for not doing one solo episode a week. <laughs> Every two weeks. No one's upset at you. (laughs) Okay. We love you guys. Write us in. Rate us. Follow us on all our socials. Look inside yourself and figure out who you really are. Open up the door to your mind. (laughs) See what's inside.